like you to go to John 6. And when you get to John 6, find the 63rd verse. For a subject today, the subject is how to receive life from God's Word. How to receive life from God's Word. I'm going to say something that's very important right now. And I want the church to understand that uh, the essence of the Bible is the Spirit. You must understand that when you raise this Bible, when you open this Bible, this is Spirit talking to you. We have to be very careful how we approach the Word of God because we're handling the Spirit of God. This is a sword, very powerful. We must understand that this is not worldly, this is spirit. He said in his word, we must worship him in what? Spirit and in truth. John 6 and 63. I want to keep your, your mind focused on how to receive life from God's word. Okay? It said it is the spirit that quickeneth. It is the spirit that maketh alive. The flesh profiteth nothing. Spirit which maketh alive. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are alive. They are spirit and they are alive. <laughs> See, only the spirit can give life. Only he can give life. See, the Lord started breaking his this spirit, this, this scripture down to me, he said it's just like this. He said it's God breathe. See, when God speaks, he's breathing on you. He's telling you something. This is spirit. This is not fleshly. in order for us to get life from this spirit we got to contact his spirit 
with our spirit. See, we're very uniquely made. This is why the pastors, the body of Christ, always were asking for an altar call. Because a lot of people are dead men walking. Your spirit died in Adam. So in order, in order for you to be able to touch this, you've got to be born again. Your spirit has to be quickening. You must be made alive again. See, I've seen a lot of dead people worshiping. And from dead worship, chaos shall be present. There won't be any order. God is a God of order. He likes for things to flow. He likes for things to be smooth. He liked for the body of Christ to interact with him. This is why when he was in Israel, when he was in the, in, in, in the desert, in the wilderness, he said he wanted to be in the midst of his people. He didn't want to be on the outside of his people. He wanted to be on the inside of his people. He wanted fellowship. He wanted mankind, your humankind, to see who he really is. He said, I'm not going to hide anything from you. I want your spirit to mingle with my spirit. And I shall teach you. I'm going to show you some things. I'm going to show you you first. I'm going to show what you're not. And what I'm going to show you what I want you to become. See, he's saying, I want you to look like Jesus. I need for you to look like my son. Because what I'm telling you is spirit. Because it's by the spirit that's going to quicken in you. That's what's going to give us life. And it's going to give us life more abundantly. See, I'm, I'm tired of being grieved. I'm tired of looking out in the world and seeing all these folk that are lost. I'm tired of looking at TV and all they're talking about is gloom and doom. It's sad. When our leaders are acting like animals. When all we have to do is touch the spirit of God. See, when, when you receive life from the Word of God, you'll be spiritually nourished. It's something about being connected with God. He'll feed you. But he's looking for a willing vessel. He's looking for someone who will accept who he say who he is. Without doubt. He said, I'm looking for such to worship me. Being able to receive life from God is crucial. 
in our Christian walk. Because when you're out there on those jobs, and you're in those relationships, see, people are looking to be led. See, on my job, when something happens, we look toward the leaders. What you want us to do next? But if you got a leader who is not being, who's not being directed by the Spirit of God, that's a sinking ship, and that ship going to sink fast. But we've seen some out of all the stuff. Spirit of God. He wants your human spirit to make contact with his spirit. He got to communicate. See, when I was in the world, I didn't know that. See, I used to listen to music and songs. The songs used to seduce me. I'm going to share something with you. You ever been to a church where praise and worship was the most important thing in the church? It superseded the word of God? See, I'm one who when I'm in the midst of something like that, I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm going to be the guy in the back. I'm going to listen. The Lord said, observe. Watch my people. Satan disclosed his character to you. All you have to do is watch and pray. In other words, you'll be trying to spirit by his spirit. Because his spirit has quickened your spirit, now you can trust it. He'll communicate with that. You just got to trust your spirit. You've been born again. So now I can communicate with him through my spirit. And he can say, touch not, have not. Don't even taste that. Don't even open that. Don't even read that. Don't even put that in your spirit. Don't listen to that. I was listening to Joe Lorstein, Osteen this morning before I came to church, and he was talking about how it's so easy for some people to get to blow off the hook. Somebody can cut you off in traffic, and you can blow off the hook. You're trying to get even with somebody. Spirit life. If I put on Christ, he'll nurture all of that. He'll harbor all of that, all of that frustration, all that angerness. I'm going I'm to I'm put it toward him. I'm going to look toward the cross. See, it'll give me conference, confidence. Guess what? It'll even tame my temperance. See, everything is in the body of Christ. If you want anything in your life, hear me today. Get in the word of God. Get in the word of God. It'll help any situation, any circumstance that you may be, whatever you get into. It'll deliver you. I've, I'm telling you, if you guys knew me eight, nine years ago, I was treacherous. And I'm not saying this to brag, but I will brag on my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
His spirit made me alive. There's nothing I can't do. There's nothing I can't do. There's nothing you can't do. Great man of God. Because you know how to connect. You know how to connect with the spirit of God. But God got me. He, he, he wants me to share some things with us, with you guys, and even with myself. You know how you're going in the Word and you, you reading it up and you, it, it, it's talking about you. God wants us to increase in him so you may decrease from self. Self us get, get us in trouble. All of these distractions, they're trying to keep you from your destination. See, Satan already, he can look around the corner. You can't. He's a spirit. Your spirit just been quickened a few years ago. He has been alive. He was here before we was here. He know how God operates. He was there. Remember we did the series when he was telling us how Satan, why you do it? Pride. See, when I was in that church, looking out, folk jumping all around, falling all down, pride. See, when the spirit of Christ is present, there's no room for pride. See, the spirit of God breaks down barriers. It breaks down walls. He said it's a sword, right? It's a two-edged sword. It cut down to the bone marrow. It'll split sails. It'll make the crooked things right. Well, how do we, how do we receive life from the Bible? Go to 2 Timothy. Second Timothy three and sixteen. You have to say amen. It says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Hmm? So he breathed on that thing. He gave life to that thing. It came straight from his nostrils, straight from his vocal cords. And it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. See, now when you're born again, I can trust that spirit because this is what he's going to instruct. Righteousness, holiness. It'll teach you in every situation, no matter what you come up against, it got you. 
He has us, saint. He remember, remember us. He remember us. See, when God speaks, it's his breathing out. It's the word of God. It's his breathing out. So when we listen to the word of God or when we, we're reading the word of God, it's him speaking to us. It's his divine words. But you got to put yourself in a predicament, in a situation, or an environment to be able to receive. Because that's why I was saying in the very beginning, you have to watch how you touch this. Watch how you handle this. Because this is spirit. You got to touch this the right way. Scripture is the embodiment of God in the spirit. Can I give you an example? Take a match. Remember back in the day when you had to make a fire? No, you had to make a fire back in the day. You had to put some wood out. You were a little old, but, you know, you had to make a fire, right? So they had, them, they had this little rectangle box. Had a long match, right? And on the top was what they call phosphor, phosphorus, right? Phosphorus, phosphorus is a highly flammable chemical, right? So I want you to look at a match. Now, if I get a match and I strike this match against this bottle, won't nothing happen. If I get this match, Strike it against this surface. Won't well, nothing happen. Why? Because it's the wrong surface. See, when you touch God, you can't touch God with your worldly mind. Wrong surface. See, when I open up the word of God, hallelujah, I can't touch it with my emotions. Because we're all over the place with our emotion. I can be up and I can be down. See, my flesh is too analytical. Got to dissect everything. But when I, when I touch this thing with my spirit, oh, my God. I can open up some doors. Some things are happen for me. My hearing will increase. And my family will be blessed thereby. See, if I get that match and strike that match on something gritty, something that's resistant, the right surface, it'll ignite. God is saying, I need for you to ignite in my word. I need your spirit to touch the spirit of God so you can ignite. You will explode in his righteousness. See, that's why I'm quenched when I see things or just when I see people are not doing what they're doing, what they're supposed to be doing, because this is an easy task. It's already written out for us. See, I done played the fool too long. I'm sick and tired of being in the dump. 
sick and tired of acting like a man in the kingdom, but acting like a child that's disobedient. A child of Satan, but claiming to be in the kingdom. See, kingdom folk, we act a different way. We're meek. We're humble. Even if you look frail, you're powerful. Because he that's in you is greater than he that's in the world. See, by his stripes, I will heal. You will make whole. Not by what Tim thoughts can all do. No, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. It's by him. See, I learned to look toward the hills from which cometh my help. I found out little old Tim will get you in trouble. Tim can hurt a lot of people. But when I connect with the Spirit of God, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens all of us. Today is a good day. See, God allows you to see some things, and what it'll do, it'll pull you closer to Him. You'll be looking at some things like, man, how in the world that happened right there? Lord, I'm going to get in your word. Because it's easy to look like that thing you just saw. It's easy to become that thing that you said you didn't want to become. See, that's what Paul was talking about. The things I wanted to do, I ain't do them. Didn't have the power to do it. I didn't connect with the Spirit of God. See, I was reading the Bible with a fleshly mind, and this stuff was going over my head. I was using the wrong surface. I couldn't get no, ignite, no ignition. Should I learn about the Spirit? And then when I used my spirit, oh, Lord have mercy. Scripture started to open up. He started to communicate with me. Things I was putting up, I was putting down. Things I was holding on to, I was dropping them. Words I used to say, I stopped using them. Even when you get mad, they don't even come out. Why? Because when he's in you, you're a changed individual. You don't have to have all the degrees and all this stuff. God looking for that joker that really, that's ready to serve him, that is willing to get on his knees in the wee hours of the night to be able to go on the highway to pray for somebody, to put their own self, all this self stuff out the door. He's looking for true worshipers. In church, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm mad or angry. It's just I won't. I see what God is doing. I see what he want to do with, with the body. Remember, you said in the word, it, it said here, he said, I have many mansions. He have a mansion for you and you and you. He said many of them. He giving them out. All we have to do is line ourselves up to receive. He said his word is spirit. He just want our little old 
human spirit to communicate with his spirit. He'll guide you. He'll teach you. He'll give you your heart's desire. I want to catch fire for the Lord. I want to be on fire for him. See, when God gave Pastor Ross this vision, I was stepping into an arena I wasn't familiar with. Remember, sister, when we was meeting over at Denny's? We was meeting in a little bit of room. Writing the bylaws, getting everything down right. God was doing all the choreographing. He was putting everything together. He said, I remember when y'all was in that little storage building up there off of Russell. Meatballs over there one time. Oh, man. Ooh, chicken and, and, and watermelon. <laughs> Ooh, having flashbacks. And God was doing all that to do this today. See, I'm excited to know that the, the Spirit of God wrote all of this. For our admonition. He just want us to fall in suit. Because he's going to do a greater work. He's going to do something, man, we're going to be like, wow. This community is going to explode. These people that you see walking up when you're driving, coming in, and you see people walking, these same people are going to be looking at this field back here being plowed down and a foundation being poured in a building for the Lord being erected, they're going to be looking like, what in the world is going on? And the Spirit of God is going to be drawing them. See, this is a <laughs> praising, praising, because we can actually see what he's doing. We can see what he's doing. Think and look back. Look how all the ministers have grown. Look how our praise and worship has grown. Look at the spirit of the people. It has grown. Why? Because we're being nurtured by the spirit of God. He said he loved us. So I love it when I see that family come down from Atlanta. See, it's the love of God that has drawn you. If there wasn't any love there, you wouldn't be drawn. It'd be just, you'd be doing just something, just something that you're doing. Match. So my spirit can contact his spirit. And there would be this interaction. This would be designed before the fall. He's just trying to get us back to that place. Back to that state where there aren't any distractions. 
We're with him and with him only. God is a good God. I want you to ignite us, Lord. Ignite us in your word. Even when we're asleep, deal with us. Give us you. So when we go out into the world, we look just like our daddy. We talk just like our daddy. See, I, I, I was one that I could be real boisterous at times. And sometimes you can get in trouble doing that. So I had to pray for the Lord. To Hold my tongue. I remember David, I think it's in uh, Psalm 114, where he was like, hold my tongue. Because sometimes I may say something that might get me in trouble. Gird me. There was a minister a while back, and, and he said this, and it caught my attention. He said, when you read the Bible, pray read. I said, pray read? Yeah. He said, what you do is, when you read something that you know is good, pray that into your life. Put his words back on him. He's going to respect his words. He said his word would not return to him what? So if I make this word my life, I can't do nothing but grow. You can't do nothing but be successful. No matter what you put your hands to, you shall be successful. See, we got to exercise our spirit and not our worldly mind. When we come to the word of God, you got to humble yourself enough to know that. He's the master. He's the potter. And we're the clay. But he has destined us to do something in this life. See, we shouldn't be. I'm going to use myself. I don't want to die. And I can count on these three people, these three fingers, whom I have talked to, talked to about Christ. Faith without, without works is dead. See, we got to get enough in us, enough spirit on the inside of us to where when we get out into this world, it's easy to hold a conversation about our Messiah. 
it's easy to express him because he will become your personality. They'll see you coming. Because when you come, you're bringing the kingdom with you. People used to tell me, man, you um, people, people are drawn to you. And then they used to blow my head up, right? Because I didn't understand that God was using me. I'm trying to get glory for something that don't even de- I don't even deserve it. He was doing the drawing, and the only reason he was doing the drawing was to get them to know who he was. And I kept missing the boat. But I tell you, saints, if you come in my vicinity, I'm going to share him with you. See, it's all about him. It ain't about me, Pastor Ross, Pastor Kesey, Pastor Merce Keys. It's not about us. It's about the Spirit of God because he's the one that's doing the quickening. God just wants us to win. But people are being seduced and put to sleep by things that don't make no sense. But I thank God for this church body. Because you guys have allowed me to grow. That's why I'm I'm happy. I walk in here and the spirit of the Lord is is present. Our praise and worship is just phenomenal. The word he gives these ministers is phenomenal. All we have to do is connect our spirit with the Spirit of God. And it'll open up doors for you. (laughs) How to receive life from God's Word. Saints, I want all of us to live, to be happy, To find that destination, to find that thing that God has called you to do. It's like I had to learn. I had to learn how to how to come to the word. I don't know if you guys ever had that problem where you open the word up and nothing makes sense. I had to learn to exercise my spirit. And once I started exercising my spirit with this spirit, dreams and visions start coming to me. I can be sitting at work and something just come in my mind and it, it ain't nothing worldly. It's the spirit of God. He's saying... Go to this. 
or he'll put some in my spirit and somebody else will end up talking about it. Wow, I was just thinking about that. He knows. We're made by him. It's just like if a person, if I want to exercise my feet, the best thing for me to do is go walking, right? If I want to exercise my spirit, the best thing for me to do is to get in the Word. Because the Word is spirit. I've learned that I'm going to let my spirit connect with his spirit, and I'm going to grow thereby. Just like a man going to the gym. He's going to the gym every day, three, four times a week. Next thing you know, you're going to see a transformation in his physique, his stamina, and sometimes his character. It'll, it'll discipline him. It's the same way in the Word of God. The more time you spend with him, the more you're going to look like him. The more you're going to sound like him. The more you're going to talk like him. The more you're going to be that magnet. So, guys, let's catch on fire for the Lord. Let's let our spirit get ignited by his spirit. See, there was a lot of things. that I wrote down. And the Spirit of the Lord just said, just speak. All I did was ask him to use me. Speak through me. But I want to pray read something. And I want to pray read this to the church. Ephesians 6. This is something that we really, really need. Ephesians 6. Starting at the 12th verse. And I want to leave the saints with this. Ephesians 6 and 12, it says that, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God. Father God, I pray that you give us your whole, all of your armor. As we step out into this world, Lord God, there's going to be some old fiery darts that are going to come, come at us. Father God, I'm praying that you protect your people. That they may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having all done all to stand. 
Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and on your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of God. Gospel of peace. Shod our feet, O God, that no matter where we walk, we can share your word. And we can share your word with any hindrance. Speak to our heart, O Lord. Govern our minds. Govern our relationships. And most of all, govern our heart. Give us a heart to love people. Give us a heart to love hurting people. Give us a heart to not be prejudiced. Give us a heart that's fair. Give us a heart to do things right, even when ain't nobody looking. Even when we're in our own quiet place, doing our own business, give us that peace, Lord God. Give us the strength to do what's right. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pray that the word of God has filled you guys. And that he has equipped you to go out and run a race. This is a marathon that we're on. We've got to run this, this race with patience. Sometimes long-suffering. But at the end, I see joy. So let the church say amen.